0: I do, and I don't. So, do you know what the origin of the word Monday is? I do not. Yeah, it's a Jamaican uh, word which means "man day," but they say "monday."
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. I believe you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, and so I don't know like why. It everywhere in the world, other than in all the English-speaking countries, it's called monday.
1: Uh-huh.
0: A monday is what the... Originally, it was called a monday, but they just <laughs> dropped the a part, and then they just put mon...
1: A monday. You know. What's your source for this information?
0: Um. Well, I just... I guess it, my imagination, in a sense. Like, I just imagine... <laughs> Just imagine that that's probably what because it, it just makes sense because mm-hmm. it the word Mon is just like from the islands Mon and and then and, and that's in it. you in actually in see day. that in Mon because there's no other re, there's no other where like what else is Mon.
1: The day that I, you
0: start making mon I
1: Maybe, yeah. The, okay, the first well, work day of the week.
0: The first work day is when you're s- supposed to be making mon Now I'm
1: going to have to go home and like do a deep dive around the origins of the days of the week naming, like where they're actually from. Because I don't, I don't know that I believe you, don't,
0: you. Well, the real, I don't know about Monday specifically, but I think most of the days of the week are named after Greek gods.
1: Greek gods? hmm Okay.
0: So, but that's probably just I think that's just true. Oh, unless is that the m- names of the months. Anyway, this is <laughs> I do and I don't show, which is an etymology podcast. We uh We but, love
1: bugs. The thing about
0: the thing that we do, which <laughs> is very different, we love bugs.
1: I was waiting to see how long it would take you. Well,
0: I was just like, that must mean that's something. And I'm like, No, I'll, I gotta. We love bugs.
1: Etymology and entomology are so oh, close. Oh,
0: that's sm- that's smart. Um, what we do in this podcast mm-hmm. because we because we don't know real answers and we don't want to look <laughs> on the internet. We we kind of have a conversation like you would have in the '90s before the internet where we go hey i wonder what this is and then we just guess at it
1: there's a tremendous amount of speculating
0: yeah uh, and we and everything we're talking about is etymology so all th- things we could easily find the answer to uh, with google but you know in back in the day you couldn't find the answer to things Yeah. so you just guess
1: it's a sort of retro style podcast yeah
0: so um what was uh, now you cat brings the list of the words what was uh, <laughs> now i of course did monday and, uh, but what, uh, what other word what what's the first word we were going to work on today, Kat?
1: Moist.
0: Moist. What's the etymology of moist? And of course what we uh, often do, I mean, I don't need to describe this for our regular listeners, but we often like to, uh, use it in a sentence. So how would you use the word moist in a sentence, Kat?
1: When I think about bugs, I get moist.
0: Interesting. <laughs> And, folks, that's true. I can attest to that. Uh, Kat just starts sweating profusely. I don't know what everyone else was thinking, but she starts (laughs) sweating profusely. Um, Another thing I like, uh, one of the things I like about moist, moist towelettes. Mm. You know, I mean, you get those at a... Swiss chalet or some sort of place that has ribs.
1: I have such a strong sensory memory connected to the smell of moist towelettes. You know, mm. that sort of like lemony scented, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm, fresh. It always makes me think of when my Nana would take us out for dinner.
0: Mm. Always Swiss chalet?
1: Swiss chalet very often, but it's usually some kind of diner or some place where you would most assuredly have a moist towelette situation. So interesting because
0: my grandma, uh, grandma and grandpa, but also big fans of the Swiss Chalet.
1: Old people love Swiss Chalet. What's going on with that, eh? I think they have a really wicked seniors discount. (laughs) And I think that it's easy to help yourself believe that it's a good meal because it's Uh, like a very generous protein serving. And then, I mean, and But the chicken's like
0: oily and greasy and like delicious. But is it healthy?
1: Well, animal fats are good fats.
0: They're good fats.
1: Yeah. They are. They're good for you. Okay, great.
0: Because I like to eat the gristle off of a steak. Yeah, it's very good for you. That's very good for you. It's
1: very, very good for you. It's like ultra-refined fats and processed fats that are bad for you. Mm. Interesting. What's butter? Butter is very good for you.
0: That's a good fat. Mm -hmm.
1: Clarified butter is even better for you. So like ghee. Is very excellent. Avocado oil is very good for you. Coconut oil is good for you. Hmm. Some high quality olive oils are pretty decent. What? Beef tallow is an excellent thing to fry stuff in.
0: Interesting. So, welcome to I Do and I Don't Show. This is a food, healthy eating podcast (laughs) where we
1: etymology (laughs) podcast. (laughs) We
0: talk about words and it inevitably leads to us talking about what foods are good for you.
1: Oh, you know, like I've always enjoyed the rabbit holes we fall down, but I don't even know what hole we're in anymore.
0: That's what she said. Okay, so <laughs> that brings us full circle to our intimate relationship advice podcast.
1: I also think I just found the title for this particular episode.
0: <laughs> what hole are we in? <laughs> I don't even know what, I hole, don't even we're in. what hole we're in. Uh, okay, so uh, Kat, you have a you have a question for us? Yes, today.
1: our first listener generated question of this particular episode. I've struck up at pandemic romance, and up until now, our connection has evolved over texting, phone calls, and Zoom. We're planning to meet for a walk, but he's in contact with his elderly, at-risk parents from time to time. Should I offer to get a COVID test? My bubble is small, and numbers are low in the area where I live. I don't want to appear too over the top, but I'd really like to connect with him in person.
0: So what, how is this? Th- uh, very easy. Yes. Should, why not? Why <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, sure. Offer to get a COVID. What?
1: But then like, is she going to be expected to get a COVID test every time they meet up? Mm, and also question. like there's zero room for spontaneity then because you have to make an appointment for a test. Right. And then it's, it's the turnaround for results are pretty fast. It's usually only 24 hours, but. You know like cat
0: we're in an apocalypse
1: <laughs> no no an
0: apocalypse the apocalypse it's
1: not <laughs> an apocalypse no but it's this a is a pandemic
0: it's a pandemic but this is the thing like you know we those are good good complaints in a normal world like oh what he expects me we can't be spontaneous and have unprotected sex because he expects me to get a test every time before we, you know what I mean like yeah. that would be a crazy scenario but we're in a crazy time. So like maybe, yeah, maybe she would have to, if he's interacting, by the way, like what's the alternative? Uh, Mom and dad, I'm not going to see you for a month just so I can, you know, hook up with this girl uh, spontaneously every now and again. or boy.
1: Right. But here's the thing. Like if you get the test on Thursday, mm. do you go into isolation until you see this person on Sunday?
0: Oh, uh, Well, I mean, this is the whole thing about these COVID things. Like, what is this person's lifestyle? What are they doing? Going to parties? Like, (laughs) who isn't isolating right now? Like, no, going
1: isolating right now.
0: Yeah, but what is it? The grocery store we're worried about. Get your groceries before Thursday. You know, like
1: (laughs) there's just so many logistics to consider now.
0: You know, there are. That is true. So now we have to look at these logistics.
1: That's annoying. So I think, though, you are right. She should offer, or they should offer. You're right. There is no gender listed here. They should offer to get the test. But then I think they have to have a conversation about, like, what their protocol is going to be. Right. Maybe after the first meetup in person, because...
0: But, like, what, like that? this is... But seriously, because it's, like... Um, what are people doing? I don't, I don't understand. I'm now I feel like I'm going to go on an angry rant. It's not angry, but it's like confused. Do it. Do it. Cause I don't understand where these like, num I guess the numbers are going down, but they were going, uh, are they going down? They're not, they
1: continue. I, I, I'm honestly like, I don't listen to the news anymore. I don't
0: pay attention either, but you know, well, I guess in our area we were gray. Now we're red. So that means the numbers are going down. Yeah. So, but like before they were continuing to go up and we're still terrified. Everyone's wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going. No one's like people are going out sparingly. Yeah. What has happened? Like, why can't we just like, I feel like I'm not at risk at all. I've never, <laughs> well, I haven't had it. Yeah. And I feel like, like I don't interact enough with people, I guess. Like, so I like, who, why are, why is she so afraid? Does she work in a care home? As a nurse. It it
1: doesn't say where this person works.
0: You know, does she work in a hospital? Like, what is her thing where she can't just like, yeah, I'm just generally at home I go get groceries. So I think there are
1: varying degrees. Well, I know there are varying degrees in how sensitive people are to the very notion of this virus. Right. So, So like, you and I are very similar in our approach. We're like, you know relatively low profile lifestyle. Yeah. I'm not hanging out in large crowds of people. There
0: aren't large crowds of people. <laughs>
1: exactly. My, <laughs> where
0: you, if you wanted to, you couldn't.
1: Um, my bubble is probably a little bigger than yours just by virtue of the fact that I have not one, but the, two co-parents yeah. and teenagers and, um, but I'm not super stressed. Like I actually feel like if I were to get COVID, I'd probably be okay. Cause I'm very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, parents who are the most at risk people in my bubble have completely isolated like i haven't touched my mother <laughs> mm. in months like that sounds gross it's yeah, been I've a year i never touched my mom it's been a year since i've hugged my mom and i used to like go over there once a week mm. so i guess uh, the the real thing they need to do is suss out the sensitivity right the mental right. sensitivity around the notion of the virus and then like if this person's dating partner is in physical contact with his elderly parents what's their degree of worry because mm-hmm. like my ex-in-laws my ex-father-in-law is quite at risk but he doesn't seem super concerned about oh pandemic. yeah
0: like i mean i my parents couldn't care less i bought a
1: vintage carpet on the weekend because i just moved uh from an elderly couple in crystal beach and they were both like it's not even real. They've made it yeah. up. So they were like yeah. completely like, "Come in, have some tea." I was yeah. like, "I could kill you right yeah. now." According Let to them, sneeze the media. on me. Yeah. I don't mind sneeze on me. Yeah, this lady was like, "As long as you take vitamin D and you know you stay in good health, it's just fine. It's just like the flu." I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm not sure that that's true, but <laughs>
0: it's just like the flu on crack. Um,
1: <laughs> so yeah, I think you know they have to kind of figure out their own way. In some ways, like in ways that they can, you know, manage the constraints of each of their communities and figure out what feels safe. We're basically so defining our own sense of safety right, right now.
0: So it's, it's just that communication that needs to happen. Tale as old as time. <laughs> but, you know, your your concern is that all of a sudden this person is on the hook to consistently get COVID tested Left, right, and center. Anytime they want to see this other person.
1: Well, yeah. Like, is that going to be the protocol? And yeah. like, it's kind of not fair if only one of them is getting tested because the other one could possibly have it as well. And
0: can we can we like also like talk about this idea that we all thought? I mean, there's been hasn't. How many times have you thought? Okay, okay, but it it can't last that much longer. Ah, well, we'll put up with this for another three months. That'll be fine. No, no, it, she'll have to do, or if it's a she, whatever, she'll have to do three or four COVID, t- a couple COVID tests, and then then it'll be all over. It's like, no, she might have to do this for a fucking year. Exactly, exactly.
1: This is it.
0: Like, and then and then, okay, well, oh, well, why doesn't she just get vaccinated? That'll be it. Yeah, she can get vaccinated. There's all sorts of different strains going. Like, what, what is the, how how is this vaccination actually a, a you know surefire where we we won we're fine we're healthy we can do whatever we want no it doesn't mm. do anything it feels like it's not even a thing <laughs> <laughs> go get vaccinated does it change anything nah, not really
1: <laughs> yeah i i i am at the point now where i'm exhausted of listening to the news i don't even know what's happening out yeah there i don't right really now.
0: watch these i just i mean but people talk you know
1: uh, yeah I am
0: like. I go to these parties and they all. <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> everyone's talking about on it. each
1: other and talking about COVID.
0: <laughs> they're all angry. They're all s- yeah, just like moisture. There's that word again, moist, mm. flying out of their mouths into mine.
1: Speaking moistly at one they another. They speak moistly Remember at that, me. Yeah. Fuck, we've been in this for a year. Can you believe that shit?
0: Yeah, actually, that's coming up to uh, March seventeenth was when the borders closed. I believe
1: it's like. The longest year I've ever, ever been through. Isn't that crazy? It is. It has it is been the longest year. It has moved, been a long year. I've moved house twice,
0: and we and you say year. year, and it's just like it is surreal because it feels like a lot more exactly,
1: than exactly. Yes, it feels like three years in one. No wonder everyone's
0: splitting up with each other they're like i didn't sign i said till death do us part not i'm gonna live with you forever and ever and ever as if there's no end in sight
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it's so crazy this is all so crazy so yeah dating i don't know you got to figure it out on your own i guess and maybe get a covid test like at least offer maybe he'll say no that's yeah have that conversation i can say like have you had a covid test yet no it's not that bad.
0: I don't want to do it.
1: Do you want to know what happened to me when I went to get my test? You
0: sneezed and then swallowed the... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's better than that. Um, it was the first super cold morning that we've had. Mm. And I my day started out trying to get my kid to school. And it was the first day that the kids were back at school after lockdown. So like he was already feeling a bit anxious. And my fucking car battery died. Like dead, oh, no. forever dead. Uh, so I called the CAA and my baby daddy came and collected my kid, and the CAA guy was gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> like he was wow. gorgeous. Mm. I was like, hmm, maybe I can stall my car out a few more times this month. But um, he came and boosted me, and uh, <laughs> and he said, let it run for half an hour. Yeah. But you need a new battery. So like did you say? It. Did you say? What am I going to do for that half an hour? Uh, I wish I How done could. How could I kilt? I was mostly freaking out because I knew I had a COVID test scheduled. So I was I'm like, so happy oh. you
0: came and came
1: and came. <laughs> Dirty. Maybe if it wasn't so like balls achingly cold outside, I would have been more on mm-hmm. my A game. But yeah, I was mostly like, holy fuck, I'm going to be late for my COVID test. Right. So I did the prerequisite letting my car run for half an hour. And I made an appointment with the dealership because they had like two batteries left. So they put one aside for me. So I went through the drive-through COVID test and I get to the, dri- the drive-thru and the nurse who takes my intake says, turn your car off. I'm like, yes, of course. Mm. Not thinking anything of oh it. Oh my goodness. Had the test, which wasn't too bad. It was like getting water up your nose, basically. Okay. It was like kind of weird, but I tried to just relax and they were really yeah. super professional. And then I went to start my car and of course it would it not start. So a team of nurses had to push my car out of the way so that the hundreds <laughs> of people lined up for their COVID tests <laughs> oh, could get geez. through. It was quite an ordeal, <laughs> but I didn't have COVID. So I guess that was good.
0: So then how did, did you call CAA again?
1: Uh, no, I called my baby daddy because he had booster cables. Right. Uh, so he came, but his booster cables weren't strong enough to boost my car. What? Uh, and then this burly guy who's like an engineer who works at the hospital I guess someone had told him we were stalled out in the COVID testing parking lot. So he came around and he was like grizzled and gray bearded and big dirty pickup truck. Well, I'm not sure he was a hunk, but he was, like, wild and wooly. Uh, He had really strong booster cables, so he gave me the boost that I'd been looking for. And
0: then you went right to the dealership. And then I went right to the dealership. I'm glad we got all those details. Um,
1: (laughs) Sorry, am I boring you?
0: No, I just realized. Like, I was curious, but then I'm like, is
1: this interesting, actually? (laughs) Well, I guess we'll find out when we get feedback from our audience.
0: (laughs) Stop talking about Cat's Day! (laughs) Well, that's interesting. Um... All right, well, so there you go. COVID tests aren't that bad as long as your car is in decent repair. <laughs> yeah, and
1: make sure your car doesn't stall. Uh,
0: all right, question number dos.
1: Yes, how can my spouse and I balance between work, leisure time, sleep, and sex? They prefer having sex in the mornings on weekends when we can sleep in, and I would like to have sex some nights before bed, but they prefer to read instead, and then it's too late to have sex or play around because I have to be up early to get ready for work. How can I talk with them to come up with a compromise? I've tried my best, but they either aren't understanding me or they don't care.
0: The face. Remember how we
1: were just talking about like so many logistics in a story?
0: <laughs> There's a lot of detail there. But you you just, I love that you, you, your face was just like,
1: huh? Well, I just can't imagine a universe in which I'd rather sit in bed and read a book than get boned. So, I guess maybe that's why I Then get
0: boned. <laughs> this is delicate cat speaking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never been in a long-term relationship that has lasted beyond 10 years, so maybe that's So,
0: do you, we don't know the again, the the gender of these people that are writing it. It's curious because is it the girl that wants to read or the guy?
1: I can't tell. I can't imagine it's the guy. but Wait, I have- does it
0: say they want to? Yeah. Oh, it's so tricky.
1: Yeah, very gender neutral here. Um, they
0: want to have sex in the morning. First of all, let's talk about morning sex.
1: I love morning sex, but I have a really hard time coming in the morning. <laughs>
0: uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I don't care for morning sex. But I can still come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why don't you like it?
0: And, and this is probably why you aren't coming. Like, are you not hungry? You're not a little no, bit... No, I
1: fast in the mornings. So I don't usually eat until noon. Well, then you're hungry. No, I don't feel hungry.
0: Okay, well, you don't have the energy. You need to have cat.
1: I think it's because my pussy's still asleep.
0: Oh, your pussy doesn't wake up. and have you She ever... likes to sleep in. She's all
1: uh, tingly. Yeah, my that. pussy's asleep. If I take the vibrator to her, she'll wake up. She'll be like, "Damn, <laughs> what's happening?" <laughs> yeah, it's like getting like a blaring alarm. I guess but. she'll
0: she'll literally spit at you. She'll be so angry, <laughs> but she uh, she will wake up.
1: But I love morning sex as long as everyone's tended to their breath. I cannot handle well, this is morning I mean. breath.
0: That's part of it. So it's but like easy
1: solution: just have like a pack of gum next to the bed. Well, you're
0: chewing gum instead of getting up and brushing your teeth. Look, get up. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Have a pee. Pop, have a, definitely have a pee, although that like sometimes I'll have an erection like harder than, <laughs> harder than steel because I have to pee and that's, that's fun too. But, um, <laughs> pop down, have a bite to eat, you know, just have a nice have a snack. leisurely snack. Then crawl back into bed. The bed's probably still warm. This is
1: clearly not a weekday scenario. Well, I guess it could be for you because yeah, you have no children. work all children sorts of hours. And, oh, yeah. Nine more, yeah. o'clock start for your job.
0: Right. So then pop back into bed, warm, still warm, and then just enjoy some nice sex. You'll come.
1: I miss, and I actually am struggling to remember the last time this happened for me, but having a Sunday morning with no kids, just in bed with a partner, it's like nowhere to go, nowhere to be.
0: And you just fool around. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's going on my wish list for the next two months.
0: We'll get that COVID test. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, so how, <laughs> how do they come up with a compromise here?
0: So the, well, then the the second thing to talk about is this nighttime thing. And now you tell me, do you don't you find there is a time when you're just like, all right, well, I'm too tired now.
1: It's yes, that can happen for sure. So why aren't they having sex before that time? This person wants to read? Well, yeah. if the person reading is the girl, she can read after they have sex because right. he's going to pass out and go to sleep, and mm-hmm. she's going to have more energy if she's had an orgasm. Right. So just read until oh, you go that, to sleep. That's logical. Problem solved.
0: By the way, what about afternoon sex? I mean, that's that's a, that's an option we weren't given, but like that's great. Who doesn't like an afternoon nap but start that with some... Uh, boning as you so delicately put it <laughs> is like isn't afternoon sex the best?
1: Yeah, it can be. Light,
0: it's it's bright. You're you're more awake than when you're groggy in the morning. You're mm-hmm. not so tired cuz it's not like 10:30 and you're like just, you know, t- tired. And you're just, you know, and you can like fuck for like a few hours in the afternoon and it's just like a lovely experience. Mm. Um but what's, yeah, what is the compromise? So you're having dinner. I feel like you have to wait a little bit after dinner.
1: Yeah, so one of them wants to have sex some nights before bed. The other likes to have sex in the mornings on weekends when they can sleep in.
0: And we don't, so they don't have kids.
1: I guess they don't. Because if they
0: can sleep in, then they don't have kids. Um, So...
1: They should be having sex all the time they if they don't be
0: just have fucking constantly. What's wrong Is there with these people? Something wrong
1: with us? Like I'm starting to wonder. Like we keep getting like, all these people who are you frustrated. Know,
0: I feel like. I, but you've been in a long-term relationship, maybe with like parentheses plural um, relationships.
1: Did you find that the sex slowed down? Uh, okay, so. I have been in a relationship where I wanted to have sex all the time, but he did not. Mm-hmm. So that was really tough. So but That it, was from the get-go. It, yeah, it never really got started in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, with my partner who I had children with I think our sex definitely changed after we had a kid my, my kids always had a hard time sleeping through the night so uh, there was a bit of a like race against the clock situation that would happen uh, okay. uh, unless he slept with the other parent which was a definite perk of the polyamorous situation mm-hmm. so it, the quality changed. Like we couldn't like dress up in costumes anymore or take long times to like have elaborate scenarios, but we never really stopped having sex. I don't think. Oh man, we can't dress up in costumes anymore. Like (laughs) we have to put away all these people are just hoping
0: to get it in before the, (laughs) you know, time to go to sleep so I can get to work in the morning. You're like, what? I can't put on the, you know, three layers of which costume.
1: I have a bin of lingerie. I've, I uncovered this in my most recent move, like this bin of gorgeous corsets and stockings and gloves, and it's just gathering dust. So that's my second wish list item. I want to find a partner who loves dress up and have the opportunity to have like slow, leisurely Sunday morning sex. Mm.
0: In uh, some sort of costume. <laughs> um, so uh, but we're, so I don't know. I like But have... but that's my que- that's where, where I feel because you say there's something r- wrong with us, but I think that it almost I don't know for cuz I don't know the uh, alternative, but I feel like because we are sort of like not sure when our next meal is going to come, <laughs> we may be more uh, appreciative of each meal. And yes. so when we are able to feast <laughs> when there's a buffet presented to us
1: i see what you're doing here
0: we will partake
1: these people are basically like an american family at an all you can eat buffet yeah all the time they live stuffed. there they're like oh i don't yeah, care. They're like, i don't care for the salad do
0: i need this again can we just do i'll have, you know what i'll go up for my sec my 50,000th you know trip up to the you know buffet tomorrow or the next mm-hmm. day or maybe in a month you know Maybe that's what, so that like, because somebody's very indifferent.
1: Yeah, the indifference is con- disconcerting to me. So I think, you know, how can we talk about it? I guess you have to initiate the conversation in a really positive way. Like, you know, I would like to enjoy physical connection more frequently than we currently are.
0: Yeah, just be like, um, look, I know we can't have sex right after we eat, but maybe a couple hours after, you know, don't swim right after you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then you can read all you want. I'll be we we'll we can be
1: done by you know eight. I I think this is ideal or nine.
0: Like that's yeah, and then you read to like what ten thirty or so,
1: and then people start to complain that oh, it's too scheduled, it's not spontaneous. Well, fuck, you know, like we're not doing gotta give. it spontaneously. Something's got to give, especially yeah. in long-term relationship land. You know, yeah. like do you want to have sex or do you want to like rely on spontaneity? Mm-hmm. You can be spontaneous sometimes, but if you have really busy lives, you're gonna have to coordinate your shit. Like it's, that's just how it goes.
0: But this now, the, what what's nice here is that this other person does enjoy morning sex, so they do actually enjoy having sex with their partner. Yeah, that's it's nice. just the scheduling aspect of it. So, yeah. what is it that's happening in your sex life in the morning? Um, like, and I'm talking about like not just uh, a physical thing, but is there a sort of sense of play or or a way that your partner is aroused and a way that you're able to excite them, then maybe you can fold into the evening time. Mm. And you can initiate a little early on. Um, So, for instance, let's say there is a bit of a uh, dominant sort of power dynamic happening where you are maybe in charge. We were talking a while ago about these chastity belt things and whatnot. But not going that far, but to say, like, um, no, I want my pussy now type of thing, <laughs> but like in a fun way, not in a demanding like, But you know what I'm saying, Kat? Uh-huh. Where you're just like, um, it's time to put the book down. And she's like, but I wanna read. And you go, but uh, you know, but I need you. I don't know. Like, yeah. come up with some sort of thing. Yep. If that's something that turns your partner on. uh, But I love that. There's gotta be a trick not a trick but there's got to be an inroad mm-hmm. to uh <laughs> to sparking that igniting that flame yes even when she wants to or he wants to read yeah
1: put put the book down like i don't get that but this is
0: the latest edition of x-men comics like there
1: has been no book written in the history of all books that i would rather read than have sex
0: that's wild because i agree it doesn't seem like books are as good as, sex. as human connection. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's been some sex that I've experienced that I would, Prefer a book over, yeah, right,
0: right, 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 right. But
1: presumably, if the sexual connection is good, the book is going to. Yeah, have I feel to wait.
0: like I feel like maybe you got up your auntie, buddy, because she's probably sitting there going, "No, I've read your book before.
1: <laughs> I know how that one <laughs> this ends. This is a new
0: book that I haven't read yet. <laughs> I know exactly the the I know the plot of yours, and let me tell you,
1: this one's far thicker.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this one's not a novella. Yours is a yours is a little bit more of a short story, sweetie, and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I wow. start getting into chapter one and it's over. It's weird. It's uh... a <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh damn. <laughs> we do really take your problem seriously, guys, and like really care deeply about mm. your mm. predicament, but put the book away.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's an- another fun idea real quick before we go into question three. Um, maybe go walk into her peripheral naked. I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter which one you are uh, With either A wet pussy or hard cock And be masturbating And they'll go, what are you doing? And you just say, no, go ahead, continue to read your book But why don't you play with yourself While you while you read your book I'm just gonna be over here you know. And the, and not at all distracting Not at all distracting And now if they're fun <laughs> They will Start playing with themselves And maybe play along with this sort of Hmm, I'm just going to read my book here, you know, <laughs> and you guys can use the book as a play, you know, scenario.
1: Excellent. You're, you're on creative fire. This yeah. Evening. Until
0: you start pounding. But yeah, that's a good start. So just take it out, whip it out. Whip it out. Your pussy or your feet. Pu- Tap your it penis. on the edge of the book. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, go ahead. And then, and then they'll like keep reading. And that's when you like move, move over there and just like, yeah, get it in the way of the words.
1: <laughs> also, here's another option. Like, you could roll your partner onto their... I'm, I'm assuming the girl is the reading one in this scenario. So, like, yeah, roll her like on real. her belly, mm-hmm. put the book in front of her, Yeah, let her read while you plow her from behind. Mm.
0: Yeah, Make sure you get consent, but that's a great idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously. Force
0: Obviously. her down <laughs> onto the bed so she's reading the book. No. Hold her there while you... Um, No, but that's exactly that's a perfect idea. You see, but the uh, but start with the masturbation, then lead up to that. Go and and just be like, no, no, you want to read your book? Read your book. Keep reading. Yeah, do that. And you know what's fun about it? It's also a little passive aggressive. (laughs) She'll be like, no, but I want to suck your. You read your fucking book. You want to read your book? Just read Read your book.
1: Must be a very good book.
0: While she's reading her book, you just slide under the covers and start licking her pussy. (laughs) Just be like, don't mind me. Just read your book. No, no, keep reading it. Actually, read it out loud.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, God, the sound effects.
0: Question number three.
1: Number three. Dear Joel and Kat, do you think physical attraction is something that can grow and deepen? I've been consciously dating against my type, emotionally unavailable, avoidant, and I've met someone I'm fond of who shows me every day in countless ways that they are interested and invested. We've had sex and the mechanics worked well. He's a great kisser and is clearly skilled, i.e. I had no trouble having orgasms. But there's something that's hard to (laughs) articulate about how attracted I am to him. It's not quite there, if that makes any sense. Can you explain what's happening? Should I invest more time and see what happens?
0: Maybe he has to shave his back? (laughs) Um, Why were you shaking your head, Kat?
1: This is just like a very long, complex question. I was shaking my <laughs> head because I was anticipating you needing me to read it two or three more times. These are but... the th- how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's what's happened in the past. I feel like
0: that's afternoon, Joel. This is evening, Joel, and I'm uh, You're a
1: creature of the night. I had I'm no idea. Sharp. Um it,
0: wh- uh, so what was what was the <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I
0: like these types of questions where they're in depth and they have a lot of information for us. Yes. Um I th- I want to encourage people to write qu- questions like this. But um wow, that's such an interesting uh point where you're not quite attracted. You think you can do better. That's Is
1: that the, is that the summary? Li-
0: that's what it is. You think you can do better. So it's like, oh my goodness, this is a kind person.
1: That's this is such a good a great- person. Yeah cuz maybe you could do better physically but clearly sounds like that, they're it. not doing better emotionally.
0: They they're good in bed. You're you're attracted enough to them that like things are working sexually. Yep. So that does take a certain amount of attraction. Yep. That takes pheromones, that takes uh you know you you are attracted to their scent for goodness sake. So there's a lot going on there mm. that you are attracted to, but when you look at them you think I'm going to show up to a work party with this person. <laughs> <laughs> like, if this is the person that I'm going to have. Probably
1: not for a good solid couple of years in the pandemic, yeah. but.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yep. Okay. This is uh, the pictures on Instagram are going to be eh, not as good as they could be.
1: Oh my God. Do people do that?
0: I, they have to. This, is, this must be what this is. Mm. I'm, I'm everything's working with us. Personally, but I think I could probably see someone nicer looking <laughs> beside me, or like I'd I, I would rather wake up and look over and be like, ooh, I like that face.
1: Have you ever dated someone who you weren't as physically attracted to as you'd want to be?
0: Um, I for certainly certainly I've lived this scenario. Yes, I have as well. Where it's just like, mmm, like fairly attractive mm-hmm. you know lovely in a lot of ways but then there's there's this this uh, man I because I can be s- shallow sometimes where it's like oh there are these issues but this girl's so pretty <laughs>
1: yeah that's what, that was my next question is there any correlation between people who you are strongly physically attracted to and the degree of messed up they are with you in relationship mm. Yeah,
0: and and somebody at my workplace, when I was talking to them, once said, Boy, it seems like you really like the people that are a little bit messed up sometimes or emotionally uh, damaged or something. (laughs) And I was like, No, I don't. I I don't really like that at all. Like, I'm not drawn to indifference or uh, people that are hard to uh, connect to. I don't, that doesn't excite me a pretty face does. Mm-hmm. And and so you kind of like go, hmm, maybe I can work around these uh, idiosyncrasies with this because yep. this person has such a pretty face. But if you run into somebody who doesn't have as much of a pretty face, but they are absolutely fantastic in a lot of other ways, and maybe they have like a fantastic butt still. Yeah. Because there can still be those physical, wonderful physical attributes. Then you go... Why can't I have the pretty face and the <laughs> kindness and the goodness and things? I mean,
1: that that was my bottom line. Like, Nobody's perfect, right? And if this person is kind and you're connecting well and there is chemistry, I definitely think your attraction can deepen as you get to know each other more and more. And certainly if you started out having good sex, that's only going to get better. Like I've never been in a situation where that gets worse as you get to know each other. So I think yes, the physical attraction can grow.
0: Yes, I'm going to say potentially, but I'm also going to spitball this idea that there the 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 attraction may like you because this writer is just like I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of a confusion moment Mm -hmm. in there, and that can also be that there are elements. Uh, in the personality aspect of your connection that are lacking. And so the attraction isn't there. Mm. So you, you, because there is a physical attraction, because you're able to physically become aroused in a physical way with this person. Right. So you're not completely repulsed by them. Right. But at the same time, what, what's missing? Like, why can't I? And it could be as shallow as I've described where you're like, I could do better. I can have a prettier face and a a tighter tummy and a, uh, you know, maybe pecs instead of a sunken chest. Oh, (laughs) sorry. That was personal, Um, (laughs) but less of a flat ass. Sorry, but, um, (laughs) but uh, it could just be that, you know, like, this person still, even if they did have those things, wouldn't be everything that you need. Yeah. Like, you're still missing, ugh, maybe there's a sense of humor that you, oh, man, I just need that mm, that little extra thing.
1: For me, a sense of humor can go a super long way. Mm. Like, super-duper long way. Yeah. I've dated straight-up ugly guys who have been hilarious.
0: That doesn't really bode well for the attraction you had for me. <laughs> Now I'm very insecure.
1: Your use of the past tense is very charming. Um, <laughs> so I think what I'm flagging here, though, is that she's also said that she's conscious. I'm. I know this is a woman because she's consciously dating against her type. Mm-hmm. And that's emotionally unavailable and avoidant. So
0: th- that was a jo- that was a good joke, by the way. We should point that out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My type is emotionally unavailable. Like
0: that was that was a good joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's true. Um, so she's she's going against that pattern. And I've read a lot about how when you do start to finally, like, avoid the people you're typically attracted to, you almost have to relearn attraction. Mm. Because there's, like, this weird thing that's happening where you're trying to attach to these people who are forever going to help you, like, play out this avoidant role.
0: So her lack of attraction could be this, uh, you know, It's unfamiliar to be in a healthy relationship. Like there's no danger. She's
1: not sensing danger with this person. And so therefore it may seem unattractive. Yeah. This is a very relatable question because like I dated a person. It was actually like pretty much the first relationship that I had after my family dissolved. Reconfigured, let's say. Um, And I I know I was not ready to be in a serious relationship, so that was the main reason things didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, like they were not my type typically, but they were so kind and so funny and just fun. Like I had fun with them all the time. We could talk about anything. We had great chemistry. They had like particularly strong oral skills, which was mm-hmm. lovely. And they were just. A wonderful person. Oh,
0: you're describing me. Kind of.
1: <laughs> but it was hard for me at first to like feel the same kind of attraction. Right. Because it wasn't dangerous. There was no element of danger whatsoever. At no point did I think this person was going to like lose their mind or snap or be aggressive or secretive or lie to me or cheat on me.
0: It's wild because I think a lot of guys, the whole nice guy uh, cliche kind of plays into this yeah. idea where it's and it's an insecurity that guys have where, you know, if you're a solid guy and you're like, yeah, but I'm solid. I, I'm not going to, you know, fuck you over. You sit there going, why are these pretty girls <laughs> just going off to these douchey guys Probably all the time? Probably because
1: they're all anxious attached. Like if you have developed an anxious attachment style, it's because you've learned that that's what love looks like. You know, you've got to chase it or it's going to be painful or dramatic. And these, sorry, go ahead. If you have a secure attachment style, you're going to see all these wonderful qualities that a partner who is also secure has to offer. And you're going to be delighted by that. And Mm -hmm. you will feel attracted to them and you will recognize that they're human. They're not going to be perfect. And maybe, you know, they will have a fuzzy back or a flat ass or a punchy tummy. Like, but that's okay because we are... Like, more than the sum of our parts, right? right?
0: And, um but what this does is it leaves us, these nice guys, <laughs> thinking they're boring. Mm. You know, they're like, oh, I'm just a boring guy because I'm not, you know, my pants are around my waist and not around my bottom of my
1: butt. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you that's not boring. That's just sensible. Gangsters.
0: Um But... Anyway, not yeah, all gangsters Yeah, I can understand are. how
1: that's frustrating.
0: Yeah, so, but, uh, you know... Um,
1: I mean, the same is true for curvy girls. Like, I can say this. There's, like, you know, a certain type of guy that I will not date. Like, they just won't be attracted to me because I'm not a size whatever.
0: Oh, you think that curvy girls don't have the upper
1: edge? Well, I think things might be shifting and changing mm-hmm. a bit. I think so. Um, but, you know when I was dating 90s. In the 90s. In the 90s, no.
0: In the 90s, you weren't as desirable, cat. but that, that's shifted.
1: It's shifted. Now I'm a hot you, you, You
0: pop that booty and, uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll come running. Trust me. You have nothing to worry about. Thanks, Joel.
1: <laughs> I think the isolation's getting to me, too. I feel like I'm shriveling up alone right now. I'm missing it, human contact so badly. Like, like
0: you, you're uh, not physically, mm-mm. but you're... <laughs>
1: Know my passionate, sensual soul feels like. It's uh, well, and you
0: it. took that break
1: there. I did take a break. I feel like I'm on another break. Oh no! But yeah, I think you know. I would say stick with this and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I, you know, you're enjoying what it is. I wonder if, I, in this case, I, I I would just you know be careful. You don't want to hurt this person. Mm-hmm. In the long run, mm-hmm. so you're sort of on the fence. There's no reason for you to go like so whole hog and communicating all of your feelings because yeah, you know no. they'll
1: change. That's um, a great point. That's really good. Yeah, there's
0: no reason to be like, "Hey, I don't really find you attractive, but I'm gonna work on it."
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) thanks, babe. It's a super Uh, unnecessary thing to say. Yeah,
0: just like, just go with the flow, and just I would say be careful not to promise too much or give too much, uh, in the sense of like,
1: yeah, pump the brakes.
0: Yeah, don't don't be too full on emotionally, so that the guys like. We're gonna get married, you know. Just be like, "Hey, this is really fun. I, yeah. I'm really enjoying you." I, really I love the line, you. and
1: I've used this myself. I'm really enjoying getting to know you.
0: Oh, that's a great line. So that's a great. I'm line. excited
1: to see how this unfolds.
0: There you go. We're seeing where it's going. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, at a certain point, maybe you'll find that you're actually really crazy about this person. Yeah,
1: too. and I, I feel like if you are really committed and making better choices for yourself. It probably will continue to deepen and get better.
0: Yeah, and sometimes maybe you'll go, "Oh, the one thing that bothered me was the hairy back, and we can deal with
1: that." That is a very solvable problem.
0: Yeah. So any any if you ever notice there's there's oh these little fi- fi- finicky physical things that um, yeah you just fix them. <laughs> uh, this is a do and I don't podcast show. The show where Kat and Joel uh, take on. All of our listeners' questions that they sent to, I do and I don't show at gmail.com, facebook.com, and instagram.com slash I do and I don't show. And what else? Uh, on our website, I do and I don't show, dot show, you can just send us messages through the contact
1: page. So many ways to have so many problems solved. And you'll
0: always be anonymous. That's the point, guys. Don't worry about it. We're not sitting here going that D- Dan from Oakville <laughs> sa- writes, My
1: my Cialis isn't working. My
0: Cialis isn't working with my partner, whose name is Tiffany Haddish. I don't know. Um, celebrity Tiffany Haddish. Why did I come <laughs> up with that? Um, and, yeah, so you'll always be anonymous. And then uh, Kat reads the questions I answer them with her but i don't i never look at the question so you can even write questions like i find joel increasingly attractive even though i don't didn't really think he was attractive at the beginning because of his face <laughs> 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 but because of all his cr- crazy advice i actually find him more attractive now is there any what is the trick in getting him to bang me these are this is like a listener you know, mm-hmm. And then we can weigh in on that. You so can you actually research. want me to
1: bring those questions to you?
0: You have, we, <laughs> the, you've been getting that, and you didn't. They're on the why,
1: cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, is that all we have to say?
1: It is. Uh, yes. If you love the show, tell your friends, and please leave us a rating and a review.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then beyond that, guys, don't forget to dust I mean spring cleaning time coming do some dusting